Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey there, friends, and welcome back to the show. Can you believe it is August? August is one of my favorite months in the entire year, and I'm a little biased because it is my birthday month. Probably by the time that you're hearing the recording, my birthday has come and gone, but I just have always had really nostalgic feelings in August every year leading up to my birthday, the anticipation of it, the end of summer, leading into new beginnings, which usually happen in September. I think September is the new January. I digress, but we're going to talk today really about like a lot of those nostalgic feelings around August, which used to be for me the back to school season and getting ready and gearing up for a new school year. And that is all changed now because I no longer work in the classroom. And I know a lot of my listeners are teachers. Maybe you are a teacher. Maybe you have been listening to this podcast. Maybe you're listening to it on your commute to work right now and you have been feeling stuck, you have been feeling like you want something different, but you don't know what the answer is for you. So today we're definitely going to dive into that topic, a topic that really might resonate with a lot of you. If you're feeling stuck in the teaching profession, if you find yourself really looking for more flexibility, maybe more independence, control over your schedule, then this is the episode for you. So we're gonna dive into why freelancing might just be that perfect answer to break free from the traditional path that you're on. So let's go ahead and dive on into the show and get started. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business, and now I want to share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. Okay, now before we dive in, I first and foremost want to acknowledge the fact that teaching is a very noble profession. And I know that we need teachers out there. And I know there are many teachers and many educators that find joy and fulfillment in their work. There are teachers at my son's school that just love what they do. But it's not uncommon for teachers to feel burnt out, to feel constrained, to feel tied down, and really looking for more work-life balance. I was just doing a podcast interview the other day, and we were talking about how it used to be, you know, back maybe when our parents were growing up um, and their parents were growing up, it was, you have the job, the job provides for your family. I don't care if you like it. I don't care if you hate it. 
you need to be able to bring home that paycheck every single week and you just do what you got to do and you work your whole entire life, miserable, whatever, it doesn't matter. And that used to be the status quo. And I think what a lot of people are realizing now with the development of the internet and the growth opportunities and the different ways that you can make money, that it doesn't have to look like a traditional nine to five job, I think more people are starting to put the life part before the work part, right? Like they're really starting to look at how do I want to live my life? And do I want to get to the end of my life? Just looking back on it and thinking, gosh, I was so miserable. I just worked at this job that I hated and I never did anything about it. And I know that a lot of teachers feel tied down to the identity of teaching and feel like, well, I went to school for this. I spent all this money on it and I'm supposed to be in it for the kids and I'm supposed to put myself um, last. And that just doesn't have to be the case. And I'm here to tell you, and, and I am a huge, huge, huge proponent of it doesn't matter if you went to college. It doesn't matter if you spent all this money on it. If you are in a job that no longer serves you or if you are feeling like, hey, I'm in this new season of my life or I'm in a different season of my life now. Maybe I'm a young mom. Maybe I've moved away from my family, whatever your situation may be. And you're just feeling like this might not be the best path for me going forward. Or maybe I need to take a step back for a little bit, or maybe I want to take some time off to travel or whatever your situation may be. You don't need to justify it to me. Trust me. And I'm here to tell you, you don't need to justify it to anybody else. If you want to look into something that might fit more of of your values and more of where your life wants to go, that is totally fine. It is totally fine. And don't let the opinions of others or this idea of, well, it has to be a traditional job in order for me to be successful and to provide for my family. Don't let those old ways of thinking tie you down, keep you stuck. Because I'm here to tell you that in the past five years, I've seen the evolution. I mean, I'm not out here saying everybody has to go and be a content creator and an influencer, but in the past five years, the way that that industry has molded and shift and changed the way that people show up and do a quote unquote job is insane. And so I, I can only imagine where it's going to take us in the next five years. So don't feel like you have to be enclosed inside of a building doing a traditional job that if you want to look for something else you can and you should that's just my little PSA right here but I want to talk about freelancing I I mentioned here earlier like influencing content creator no matter which route you take I mean there's so many different ways to make money in the online space I, I want to just like lay this baseline here no matter what way you choose to pursue to make money online I firmly believe in the fact that it's going to take hard work. And you may hear me talk about freelancing. You may hear other people talk about other different ways to make money online. And, oh my gosh, it's just so easy. You can just do this. And there are definitely certain paths and certain avenues that you can take that are probably a little bit, there's like less resistance or lower barrier to entry to get started. But all of them take hard work. All of them are going to take you putting in time and effort consistently in order to see results. And that's just like, again, another little PSA right here. But let's let's dive into freelancing. Let's talk about the opportunities and what it looks like as a freelancer. So as a freelancer, you essentially become your own boss. And this is not like girl boss type thing. You have a business, whether that's sole proprietor or LLC, you are an independent contractor. 
You have control over how much you make, what your schedule looks like, the work that you do. Nobody is in charge of that because that is more of an employer-employee type role, a W-2. You are an independent contractor, so you have the ability to choose your clients, your project, your schedule. Um, and, and that's what I think a lot of people find appealing to it, but I think especially for teachers who are looking for a change because maybe you've been doing the same old, same old. Maybe you have been doing the same grade level, the same thing, you've been at the same school, and you're looking for a change. Now, some people might say like, no, I, I'd like not having any change. But if you are somebody who's looking for a change, freelancing really does provide that wide range of opportunities. You get a chance to do different products, do different things, switch things up, um, learn new things. As a teacher, you do have a diverse skill set. It can translate into so many different niches within freelancing. I think one of the biggest skill sets, and this is not necessarily something that's like, I know how to do this, but one of the biggest skill sets that teachers have is, is their ability to think on the fly, to come up with something quickly if they need to change things, to be able to adapt and adjust if somebody comes into the room and say, hey, that assembly we were supposed to have tomorrow, yeah, it's actually today. And you had this whole thing planned out and now you have to rearrange things. You have to you know, get your students gathered up and then when you come back, you you know, have time that you didn't account for. And so now you got to come up with something on the fly. Like we are so good at those things. And that's just like a natural gift and a talent of teachers. And that can be so beneficial to business owners. And so it's not even necessarily like, oh, I know how to, you know, install this thing, or I know how to implement this strategy. It's like, I know how to think on the fly. Like that is something that a lot of people like would hold them back, would keep them stuck, would completely incapacitate them for the rest of the day if something completely changed in their schedule. And it's like, we just wear that with a badge of armor and we're like, yeah, this is just one of the things that we do. Um, But your expertise as a teacher is so valuable. It can be applied in so many different ways. And teachers, truly, I have seen a lot of different students come through my program. And it's like the teachers are the best ones because number one, they know what it takes to be a good student. So they're like, okay, tell me my homework. I'm going to do it. I'm going to implement it. I'm going to turn it in early. Um, And they have just that natural ability to say like, I, you know, if at first I don't succeed, I'm going to dust myself up and try again. I also want to talk about flexibility, which can be such a gift for a lot of moms and many teachers. I know for me going into the profession, everybody was like, oh, you get summers off. Well, you know, reality check. We really truly don't get summers off because at the end of the summer, you know, we're packing up our classroom. A lot of times we have to pack up our entire classroom because maybe we're moving across the building. I just had my son's kindergarten teacher just stop by in the summer she had something to drop off for him and they're doing a whole edition on my son's school and she's like there's a teacher who can't even get into her classroom and we're a couple weeks away from the start of the school year and she hasn't even gotten in and we are planning for your new class coming in you're reviewing what went well you're reflecting on the previous year maybe your school threw through a brand new reading curriculum at you and you're trying to learn it so like truly we don't have summers off but the flexibility piece is great. I know for me as a teacher, again, I went into it thinking, gosh, it's going to be great. I'm going to have the same schedule as my kids. And yes, once they get into school, that's 
that is true. Um, but a lot of my nights were spent bringing home work that I just did not have time to get done during the day because my day was spent teaching kids. I had, you know, my one minute, 40 minute planning period where I would go, you know, run to the copier and hope that I could get copies made and hope that I could get things done that I needed to use in school. But I didn't have time to do grading or to respond to emails or to plan those lessons. Like that just was not realistic for me. It was, you know, and a lot of times those planning periods were taken over by meetings and things like that. So as a teacher and it, it can feel like, wow, this is such a great schedule. But in reality, as all teachers, we all know that that's not the case. But as a freelancer, you have the power to set your own schedule. So, you know, you don't have to be here at a certain time and stay until a certain time. And again, like for a lot of us, it was like, even though the time might be three when your contract ends, a lot of us would stay past that, not getting paid, just trying to get work done, just trying to at least stay in the mode of school and try not to have to bring work home, which for a lot of us wasn't the case. And you can say hello to a little bit more work-life balance. Now, I truly believe that there is no hard and fast work-life balance. It's not, it's always going to be a juggling act. And there's going to be different seasons where, hey, I need to do a little bit more work in this season, especially if you are getting your business off the ground. That's going to take a little bit more work. And as you get into a rhythm and flow of things, you're going to be able to set a little bit more of a consistent schedule for you, whatever works for you. Maybe that's working early in the morning, taking a mid-morning break, you know, working after lunch and then taking the evenings off and then working again when your kids go to bed. But the idea that, hey, I can create a schedule that truly does work for my family. If I only have childcare from, you know, nine to 11, then I'm going to get work done during that time. And then for the rest of the day, be able to take time off with my kids and then work again at night. So just that flexibility piece is really great for a lot of moms, for a lot of teachers who are just looking for more of that work-life balance, looking to not have to feel like I'm working all day teaching and then I'm coming home and also continuing to work. Just being able to have a little bit more time and freedom to yourself. And as teachers, I think we all know the importance of being a continuous learner. That was, I think that was always like a strength of mine whenever I would go into interviews, like what's your biggest strength? And I'm like, I'm a continuous learner. Like I truly do love learning. And I loved when I jumped into freelancing because I was able to learn so many new things. I was able to apply skills that I had and say, okay, if I know how to do this, then learning how to do this probably is not as hard as I think it might be. Or maybe this is hard, but I'm up for a challenge. I love learning new things. I love being able to take, you know, devour new content, devour new things, and then being able to apply it. And that is a strength that a lot of teachers have and a lot of opportunities for growth. So being able to dive into new project, to learn new skills, to collaborate with other people, those are all things that we do again in our traditional teaching job, but now we're just taking the classroom piece out of it. And we're saying, okay, like you can take the teacher out of the classroom and I can still use this gifts and the talents and the strengths that I have and just apply it in a different facet. And for a lot of teachers, they're able to find that joy and that spark again. And I don't want to get into all the nitty gritty of what's wrong with education and how hard it has been for teachers. I want to acknowledge the fact that it has, that it, for a lot of you that are in the classroom, that are in this month in August, going back to the classroom, that are preparing to do this all over again, and you're feeling like, gosh, I felt like summer just started and where did it go? And I'm not ready to go back. Like, I want to acknowledge your feelings. They're completely valid. Don't let anybody tell you that they're crazy because it has been. I I haven't been in the classroom per se, but I'm still very connected. I'm still very involved in my son's school. I go in and volunteer. So I do get to see it. And I know the struggles that you have faced in the past few years. So it's okay. Like it is okay to 
to be feeling this way, it is okay to pursue something different. And I do want to give you some action steps. If you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling like I've been leaning on this, but I don't know where to start, or I don't know if I'm ready to like completely just like bite off this huge chunk and dive all in. Like I, you know, my family relies on my teaching paycheck. I want to be smart about this. I've done that. I've covered that in a previous episode where I talk about how I left my teaching job and how looking back, I probably would have done things a little bit differently, but let's talk about some action steps. If you're feeling stuck in teaching, you're intrigued by the world of freelancing. Here's exactly what you can do. So step one, I really want you to identify your passions and your skills. What are you passionate about? How can you leverage your teaching experience and your teaching expertise into freelancing? And everybody can. If you're not sure where to start with that, I would encourage you to take my quiz. It's aubreymalek.com forward slash quiz. That is going to take you through. You, I think you answer 10 questions at max. It's super fun. It reminds me of like taking those quizzes in Cosmopolitan or Teen Vogue or whatever we used to do in magazines when it would tell you like, you know, what's your love language or whatever that is, you know, what's your perfect date. Um, but this is what it's going to do is it's going to tell you based on your skills, what category you would fit into in the freelancing space. And then it's going to give you some actual things that you can offer as a freelancer. So if you're like, I have no idea where to start, start with that quiz. It's going to be a really good jumping off point for you. And I give you, after you take the quiz, I give you lots of really great resources to kind of help get the ball moving. So that's step one. Step two is once you have identified those skills, like start to research different opportunities that either based on the quiz or just things that you've seen of your areas of interest. So you can, you know, check out different uh, blog posts and, you know, connect with other people, connect with our community. We have a free Facebook community where you can come in and just say like, hey, these are my passions. These are my skills. This is kind of what I'm thinking about. Like, I'd love to just chat with anybody who offers this just to get an idea of what you do and what your life looks like and what kind of things you do for clients. So definitely do that. The link for that is always in the show notes, but it's aubreymalek.com forward slash community to join that free community. And in addition with that, step three is going to be to network and build those connections. So a lot of times we think like, I can't do this because um, I don't have enough skills or I don't have enough time or whatever. And we're in our own bubble. We're in that like traditional nine to five working bubble where that is where our mindset is. And so I encourage you to get around other people who are outside that bubble who are like, yeah, I was a teacher too. And I did this and here's how I did it. Or here's what it looked like for me. Or here is how the journey has been. Here's how I made that transition. Just getting in those conversations with people can start to open your mind and, and take your mind from being closed of, I could never do this. This is not going to be a good fit for me. Or, you know, like I could never do this because I'm not good enough or whatever those things is and just start to open your mind to the possibility of what's out there and oftentimes that comes from getting around other people building those connections with people turning to other freelancers who were teachers who have successfully transitioned into freelancing and like learning from there and being able to take those valuable insights from them and then the fourth step is really just to start small. I know sometimes like I encourage you to like dive all in and get going and like build that momentum. But sometimes that can feel scary, especially, um, you know, if the new school year is starting up and you're like, well, I would have to finish out my contract or whatever that be. So just start small, build momentum. You can always do freelancing on a part-time basis while still teaching. Last week's episode with Brittany was all about that, how she is doing both and it can be done. I did it for two months. Now my runway was a little bit different than like what Brittany looked like because she was really trying to do both of those things in conjunction with each other. Mine was I need to make a certain amount of money in order to leave teaching, but you can just start small. You can do this on a part-time basis. You could do this if you have an extra two hours in your day, which I truly believe everybody does. And maybe I'll do a whole podcast episode on how to find those two hours in your day. 
but just allow yourself to test the waters and gradually make that shift. Gradually decide if this is something that you want to pursue. I always believe in the phrase of like, don't live your life with regrets. And even if you start out freelancing and you realize like, hey, this is just not for me, or maybe your situation is different and maybe all you needed to do was like switch teaching jobs or whatever, like nobody is saying you have to quit your job tomorrow. I just want to open up your eyes to the possibilities that are out there and to know that it's okay to lean into that, but you can just take small steps towards this. It does not have to be an overnight thing. So before we wrap up, I really just want to leave you with this thought that the path that you take is yours to decide and to design. That is for nobody else to make that decision for you. Don't let anybody else make you feel bad for wanting to pursue this. And as teachers, we know a lot of us, you know, even before I was freelancing, a lot of us had other part-time side jobs that we had to do in order to like pay for groceries or to like save up for vacation. So this is no different, but you might just find that this has been the missing piece that you've been looking for. Um, And just know that you have the power to be able to create a life that you truly love. It is at your fingertips. And as more things start to develop and more opportunities arise, it is literally yours for the taking. You just have to decide whether you want to take that step or not. I'm here to tell you if you're feeling stuck, you don't have to be stuck, that there are other options for you. And take it from me, take it from all the other, we've done other success stories from other teachers who have decided to step away or just to lean into freelancing or to use it to pay off debt, whatever that choice may be for yours or whatever you want it to be, it is yours for the taking and you just have to decide to take that leap of faith. So I want to encourage you to Reflect on the life that you want to lead and the legacy that you want to leave behind and the type of life you want for yourself and for your family or your future family and take the nexus, take the necessary steps to create that life that you desire. So that is it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed the discussion. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Also remember, if you're a teacher or freelancer, you are totally incredible and you are capable of achieving your dreams. And we totally appreciate any review that you leave or any share that you do on your social media to help us spread the message as well. It truly helps. So until next time, I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.